Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. In this podcast series, we share ways we can all reduce our energy usage for heating, transportation, and really anything else we plug in. Today, it's my pleasure to welcome Nicole Hernandez to the Net Zero Energy podcast. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, and I should say, you know, you you came up through our chief forester, Betsy Lesnikowski, mm-hmm. who suggesting reach, reaching out to you in part because of your connection to Betsy, which really started with the Vermont Works for Women. So Correct. maybe you can tell us your story and, and how we're here together today. Sure. So I got in touch with Betsy through the Vermont Works for Women Trailblazers program. It's a great program for anyone who is non-male identifying to get into the trades. And after 22 years of teaching high school, um, COVID hit, and I was in a different state that really did not go along the same route as Vermont. So it wasn't going to be a safe place mentally or physically, in my opinion. So I said, you know what, I've always been called to Vermont. So we're moving to Vermont, you know, everyone in the house, all six of us. And uh, we sold our house, left on the 11th of December, drove 18 hours in a U-Haul in a car. And December 12th, we were here. So why not? It's a, you know, 2020 was the year of the of the pandemic starting or COVID hitting. So we took that time to look back. And after all that time in education, I said, you know what, I've been living my life to other people's expectations, teaching others, pe- other people's children. So let me try and do something different. And when this came up, I really initially wanted my daughter to go into this program. And we did the interest meeting on the Zoom, but it just really spoke to me of, you know, I can drill, I can hammer, I can learn all kinds of stuff that in the military upbringing that, you know, I had with the colonel at home of, you know, different approaches. He would never let me mow the lawn or anything like that. And I said, why not? And this particular Trailblazers program was focusing on green energy. So I said, of course, I'm a new Vermonter. I love the planet, Mother Earth and everything. So what can I do to help out? So um, when our program of the Trailblazers program, it's a six-week program where you spend the first few weeks learning all kinds of different things. We spent a lot of time with solar panels, electrical systems, just we had lots of guest speakers, but we also had a field trip, I would say. And the first one we had was to the power plant, the McNeil Power plant. And I met Don, one of the other foresters, and I am a just newly discovered tree hugger my whole life. So um, I just realized that I actually do go up to trees and hug them. And when the opportunity came up to see how we were using trees and to get to the bottom of it, because a lot of people will just say, don't burn trees. It's bad. We're killing the environment. And I said, you know what, instead of just taking input, maybe misinformation or disinformation, I will go ahead and go to this field trip. And then it became an option to work with them in my job shadowing internship program. I have no forestry background. I just knew trees were pretty and they give shade. And I like when the wind blew through them. But I have learned so much in the three weeks that I would go truth walking with them where you go to the different sites. It's just been so eye-opening. 
Well, that is a fantastic story. Am I right about the Trailblazers program? Is it is it for people that are already um, in a career transitioning or brand, you Any, said your daughter? Anyone. Yeah. My daughter just recently graduated from high school. She was homeschooled. And um, so we had this opportunity of what she, what is she going to do next? Because university wasn't for her. In the program, there were two high school juniors who would come to the course in the evenings and obviously couldn't do the job shadowing during the day, but they were able to have interviews and, you know, just really do some research. But we had people in the group who were in their 20s and another woman just a little older than I am. And she used to be a, she has a doctorate in dance. So she switched careers as well. You know, it's just for anyone really who needs to see a new path. Well, this is really exciting. And it's exciting that of the various field trips that you could take and time spent with professionals that you chose the McNeil Generating Plan. Mm-hmm. So you talked about going into the field, visiting some of the family um, logging yes. plots yes. that we partner with, essentially taking their quote-unquote scrap wood after that the, the primary wood has been harvested for commercial uses, high-end use, construction and furniture, et cetera. Tell us about what was especially striking for you and what you, what you learned in the field. Well, from day one, I was handed this orange manual of acceptable management practices for logging, and I had no idea there's so much regulation, stipulation, requirement, and it's not only just good practices, best practices for logging, but it's conscientious. It's, it helps to make this a sustainable and renewable energy source, which a lot of people don't see. And one thing I did discover going out with each of the foresters on different occasions and just having conversations. And when I heard about the chipping process and really I said, so it's like making a chicken nugget with the leftover wood. It's not just getting the tall trees and taking it. It is using all of the scraps, everything that's there. And it was just incredible from day one to see that the loggers and everyone on their crew is so well-informed, so intelligent when it comes to not just the trees, but, oh, the common use practices, Act 250. What do we have to do with the deer yards? Um, Even the bats. I mean, you know, we have the Indiana bat going all over the place in Hinesburg and who knows where else. But there was so much more than just watching what you would say if you're a naysayer, like they're just going to go and say, cut it all and and it's all clear. There was no clear cut. I was expecting to see just total carnage on the floor and my heart breaking. And I was walking through the areas and I'm like, they've already done this area? Because they have such precise technology to go in and literally like the claw machines at the kids' arcades, they would go in and they would go, you know, obviously horizontally, pick up some trees or select some trees with the fellow buncher, cut the base, pull them out and then turn them sideways so you don't have that you know, timber and all the all the woods are being damaged. It was it was beautiful to see the precision and the care that everyone took. Yeah, I love that, and I love how you equate it to a chicken nugget. We're not we're not taking, as you say, primary wood, clear cutting and burning it right. all, and this important and deliberate process. So you spent time in the field, and yes. then were you in the plant as well for part of your Trailblazers experience? We just went for the initial tour um, for the f- initial field trip, but it was more important to go out to see the sites to see the whole process because in the plant, you know, even the tour, like this is where the chips come. Um, and this is where they are turned into fuel, and these are the cooling towers. 
But it's more about the entire process, which was something really eye-opening to me because there is no one singular source of energy that is going to be the end-all be-all. And it's, you know, it's unfortunate that some people are just so invested, like we have to only go electric, for example, with vehicles. Then you have the lithium, you know, getting all the minerals. If you only go solar, well, what's the longevity on the solar panels? Do we upgrade technology? What about the battery storage? The wind powers with the turbines, you've got the nimbyism. So there's not one particular thing. And I just really made me aware that we need to take things in moderation and figure out what makes something renewable and sustainable. I think the biggest thing I came away with is that people are just impatient. They want everything now, and we don't want to wait 80 years for trees to grow, which is, you know, that way that people are saying it's not, it's not sustainable. It's not renewable. But it is if you manage it correctly. Right. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate your recognition of the need for a diverse portfolio. Mm -hmm. So, of course, at BED, you know, we're currently solar, wind, hydro, and biomass. Mm -hmm. So this is super. Now that we've sort of set the stage with these renewable components of our portfolio, we can invite sort of electrification. If someone is interested in trailblazers, what advice do you have for someone who's sort of playing with the idea of joining and or how would one get involved in the Trailblazers program? I mean, honestly, don't think about it too much and, you know, just go after it. Because I think one thing that this pandemic has taught me, and hopefully a lot of people, is what is really important. You know, it's, as Greta Thunberg said, we just need to wake up and change. So if you're unhappy, just Take another step in a different direction. If you need to try something new, then go for it. And the Trailblazers program, you can go to the Vermont Works for Women site. You can inquire about the programs. And if that one doesn't fit, there are multiple programs out there. I mean, that's the great thing about Vermont. It just seems that everyone's willing to help everyone in some way, shape, or form. So I think it's just you can't be in a hurry to get the answer. It's not going to happen overnight. And, you know, like Lao Tzu, the wonderful philosopher, said that nature never hurries, yet everything is accomplished. As a mother to children, they saw like, wow, mama's really happy walking in the woods and, you know, looking at trees and learning about things and oversharing what she's learned. But, you know, <laughs> it's really important that they see that instead of, oh, I got to go to work every day and it's miserable. Do what you love. So it's never work. Yeah, I love that. And so the Trailblazers program, you did um, your in-class work, essentially, and then you had your field trip. Mm -hmm. So what happens for you now? You had this exciting time in the field. What next yeah. for you, Nicole? Well, after the graduation ceremony, they had the same day a job fair with lots of potential employers. And really, I mean, the, the, the world is open to me now. You know, I could do this or that. And it's just about what's going to really speak to me. I would love to just walk in the woods every day and, you know, get paid and, I don't know, the leaves that are falling right now. But, you know, I've got to do something that, unfortunately, I have to make money from. And so maybe I go into forestry. Maybe I continue to pursue the trades and green energy. Nothing is set just yet. I'm really excited to hear about where your path leads. It's going to be good. Yes. And, you know, several of the people in the group, they've already taken positions with construction companies or with solar installers. So it was great that, you know, all of us got to lift a solar panel and try and go up the ladder and put it on the roof at one of the sites just as, as part of, you know, like, I can actually do this. Well, Nicole, I really can't thank you enough. This, it's been super talking to you. And I loved hearing your story about your move up to Vermont 
your connection with Trailblazers and then your connection with, with Betsy and others at, at McNeil and in the woods. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And I recommend everyone go hug a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Mm -hmm.